Hey guys, welcome to Food for Thought with Ashley Faith. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And welcome to the show. I know it's been a while since I've done an episode, but you know, life gets in the way sometimes. And I promise to do better, but I'm really going to try. <laughs> I promise you. But happy Monday and welcome. Um, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to all my listeners out there. I see you guys all in the West Coast, LA. Thank you guys so much. And oh my gosh, Philly and Houston. I see you guys and I thank you. As well as my East Coast people, um, Connecticut, New York. I love you guys. And all my international folks out there. Hi, England. Hi, Germany. And I see you, Panama. Thank you guys so much for your support. Um, I hope everyone had a good Monday. I know that for me, my day was good. I'm actually getting ready for a trip on, I'm leaving Friday and coming back Monday. I'm heading to Puerto Rico. You know, this is my first trip actually going. I've never, I did go to Puerto Rico once, but it was a pit stop when I was going to the Virgin Islands. So I didn't actually get to explore the islands. So I'm really looking forward to that. And anyone who knows me, I'm very much a travel bug. I love traveling. It's definitely one of my hobbies. And I guess you could say it's one of my love languages. So that's food for thought for you. But my day has been pretty chill. Um, I was doing some work from home stuff earlier. And then after this episode, I'm going to be finishing up a book I had bought a couple weeks ago. And it is called Bamboozled by Jesus, How God Tricked Me into the Life of My Dreams. And this is by Yvonne Orji. Those who don't know who Yvonne Orji is, she's one of the characters in Insecure. Her, um, she plays Molly. She's on the hit show Insecure. That's on HBO. So she's amazing and her book is amazing. So I definitely recommend it. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much my day. And also, I was invited to attend a podcast convention out in Nashville. I believe they keep it in Nashville every year. And it's a four-day event that they hold in August. Of course, last year they had to keep it virtually because of the pandemic. But this year, it's going to be in-person and virtual. So you do have the option of doing either or. So I'm really thinking about going, and plus I've never been in Nashville, Tennessee either, so that might be a, another vacation spot, who knows. But to my knowledge, what I saw, they have key speakers, workshops, and um, at the end of the night, I, I believe the first night, they have a mixer so people could get to meet different people, introduce their podcast um, shows, you know, you could bounce off ideas and... Apparently, I guess there's some industry people who attend who do have podcasts, as well as um, workshops for newbies like myself. So I'm really thinking about going. So it's a lot of networking, as you can imagine. So I'm, I'm might check it out. Who knows? Um, but yeah, happy Monday. So today's episode, I want to talk about dating in this generation. As you guys know, dating, 
as a whole has changed so much over the years. Just the whole concept of it, what people expect out of it. It it just, it's so different from 10, 20 years ago, to say the least. It's really different. Um, let me first start off by saying what I think my definition of dating is. Because it seems like people have their own idea of what it is or their own definition. So I'm going to tell you what I think it is. Okay. To me, dating is when two people go on a date, hence dating, and you get to know that person. And you could potentially go out more than one time and you decide if that's a person you could see yourself with seriously, like taking it to the next level. That's what I think dating is. Like you're getting to know a person or people but some people i i've noticed especially in our generation people think dating and being in a, a relationship is the same thing and it's not but i'm gonna go into detail later with that but i i just wanted to put out what i think the concept of dating is and how it should be right right so this was a few years ago but i remember taraji p henson she was on a talk show and she was t- she made it a point actually um to say that people don't date like how they used to and the way she broke it down i couldn't have agreed anymore she said that first of all it seems like people don't take the time like i, I guess like from a woman's standpoint i guess women back then used to prepare the whole day for the um night to come for the date and it seems like we lost that touch. For example, um, I know a lot of women used to go to hair salons or they would pick out a new dress or a new outfit, new pair of shoes. You, you get your nails done. You get a new perfume. You get your makeup done. Like preparing, getting ready for a date was a real thing. Like you put a lot of time and effort into it. You want to look your best because... Let's be real. First impressions are everything. So it's important that you look your best, right? But she made it a point to say that and that it seems like a lot of us have lost that touch. As well as the choices of places men take women on a date. She said, um, I guess a guy had wanted to take her out on a date and he insisted a Waffle House or something along those lines. And she's like, "Mm, I think I'm worth more than a Waffle House date, but thank you anyway. And it's true. It's like, why don't you think outside the box or something more upscale than a Waffle House? I'm sorry. Has anyone, if anyone who's been to a Waffle House, you know that's not a place to take a grown person out on a first date. I'm sorry. That's just me. Maybe I'm a little too high maintenance for a Waffle House date. I don't know. I've been told I'm a little high maintenance. And that's okay because I've accepted that I like nice shit and that's fine. So, but that's just my personal opinion. So if you're grown and you're thinking about taking a woman out on a date to the Waffle House, you might want to think twice. I definitely don't recommend. Okay? Okay. (laughs) But, you know, again, that's just my opinion. And another thing I wanted to talk about is how... I notice guys like to disguise the word 
date with hanging out or chilling like what's so bad about saying hey i would like to take y'all on a date are you going to be free this weekend or what day works for you i notice a lot it, it seems to happen with a lot of younger guys but they would always say oh we could hang out or we're just chilling always i don't know if it's a fear out of rejection i don't know but i notice a lot of guys would say oh we're just chilling you just chill no i don't want to chill like I, if i wanted to chill i'll just chill by myself sorry not sorry so men grow a pair and have the decency to ask the woman you're interested out on a date and if she's not interested then keep it pushing it's really that simple because anytime a guy asks me if they want to hang out or they're chilling i just automatically think okay you're just the friend or the homie not a potential person i could see myself with or dating because again that's drawing a certain line so going forward i'm gonna take it as you just wanting to be friends if you say what we're doing is hanging out but hey that's just me um and another thing have you noticed guys okay not all but a lot they're not as romantic as they used to be what happened to bringing flowers on the first date or opening the door or taking you to um i don't know if like somewhere else other than the usual dinner in a movie i don't know i mean don't get me wrong i love dinner in a movie but can you think of something else i mean there's so much other things to do I just feel like it's the same old generic blah dates for some people. I mean, me personally, I've been on some really nice dates. I'm not going to lie. But I just noticed some guys, they just do the very bare minimum and they think they're doing something. And they're not. Um, I can say, though, I think the most... I've been on some fun dates. Don't get me wrong. But the most interesting date I've been on was when I went to an art museum out at Yale University, out in New Haven. And it was my first time going there. And I had a good time because I've never done anything like that before. Like go on a date um, at a art gallery. I've never been to um, one on a date. I, I've been to galleries, but not, not as a first date. So it was pretty cool. And I also went to... It's a wine bar. I guess it's an indoor winery. I guess you could call it. I forgot the name of it, but it's in downtown Hartford. But that date was kind of blah. I mean, the guy wasn't blah, but he was a little too much for my liking. Um, anyone who personally knows me, I don't know if it's just the introvert side kicking in, but when you meet him, we're the complete opposite. I mean, he's very boisterous and loud and he drew a lot of attention at the restaurant i mean nothing's wrong with being loud and boisterous but i don't like when i'm the center of attention so much less me being with someone who's a in like the center of attention i don't want any parts so that was our last date <laughs> to cut it short um i told him he asked me if we could go out again. I politely declined and said, no, thank you. And that was the last time I went on a date with him. And funny enough, after that date, I was like, 
I'm not going on any more dates. I'm taking a break from it. I'm not interested. That's that. This was back in 2019. Like right at the end of summer. That's when we went out and I just said, eh, not interested. Not interested. But, you know, um, there's so many places out there I feel like people should go on first dates. I mean, I see a lot of people going to paint and sips. That seems like it's a new thing. I know people go with their friends, but I feel like that would be a cool first date. Or, mm. see, I've had a debate with me and a couple people about hiking on a first date. I don't know if that's so much of a good first date idea. Only because you're all sweaty and you don't know if that person is physically active in that kind of way or if they're just trying to impress you. I would say no to a hiking date, like the first date. I I have been on a date where we went hiking, but I knew the person for a very long time. So that um, that was nothing to me. But I don't see it as a good idea for a first date. But again, that's just me. Um, yes, so there's plenty of stuff to do and guys and girls, you know, girls don't settle for mediocre dates either. I feel like a lot of times guys do certain things. It's because we've allowed it to happen and especially for so long. So I think there should be a boundary as well. So it goes both ways. Now, I don't know if people still use the term talking But I did see a debate on Instagram a few months ago about talk is that it's basically talking the same thing as dating. And I would say I like ideally it is essentially, but talking, I feel like you're just talking. You're not really doing anything together. You're just talking throughout the day, but it's just the same momentum. Whereas dating, I feel like you're actually getting to know the person and plus doing stuff together and it could potentially go somewhere. I don't know. That's just me. When I think of talking, I feel like that's so middle school or high school, even college. Like, oh yeah, me and him used to talk or me and her used to talk. I mean, no disrespect, but After a certain age, I feel like you shouldn't be talking to anybody. It's like either you're dating or that person is just your friend. There's no in between. Again, that's just my opinion. But me at my big age now, I can't see myself saying, oh, yeah, me and this guy are talking. It's it it sounds a little weird to me. It's either me and this guy are dating or this person is just a friend Again, that's just me, but there's no talking in my book. I feel like it's a waste of time. So definitely some food for thought. After a certain age, you shouldn't be talking to a person. That person is either your friend or is a person you're dating. So that's that. Oh, can we talk about dating apps? I I need a moment of silence for this one because I can't even tell you some of the experience I've seen through these apps. Ugh. I don't know if I'm just a little old fashioned 
But I prefer meeting people old-fashioned way, like by fate, when you're seeing each other face-to-face, or if you run around the same circle and it's a mutual person who introduces you, or you meet them at a social gathering, at the gym, church, I don't know, anywhere. But I slowly started opening up to dating apps. I did go on a few of them. I've tried Tinder. I didn't really like it too much. And I've tried this other one um, for a little bit, Hinge, but I wasn't on that one for that long either. And there was another one, I don't remember, but uh, dating apps, it's, I just see it as another social media platform. Some people just pretend to be someone they're not, and it's like the same cycle. You know, essentially, you're just, I mean, of course, first impressions is everything, but you're essentially just looking at a person saying, okay, um, this might be a potential person I want to be with, but you don't even, or date, but you don't know them like that. You're just looking at physical appearance. So you're just either swiping left or right if they look good or not. Like, let's be real. Oh, I can't get over the fact that some of these people be lying straight up. I notice. okay, Yes, a lot of girls do say they want at least six feet. But have you noticed guys lie? I notice those who put their six feet even, it's most nine out of ten times they're like five, eight, maybe five, nine, maybe. Anyone who's over six feet, a lot of times they'll say they're six, one, six, two. But seeing a six footer, I notice like nine out of 10 times they're three inches, at least three inches shorter than that. I don't know. That's, that's just me. And, you know, I'm not really the type that cares about height too much because I've dated short guys before. Um, the two tallest guys I've dated, I, I did have a boyfriend who was 6'2", an ex-boyfriend. And I dated a guy, we've been on a few dates, he's 6'5". But again, I'm not really the one to look into tall guys like that I mean people I guess looking at my pictures people always think I'm taller than I am I'm like five six so I think it's my legs that makes me look a little long but yeah again I'm not really superficial in that kind of way or I try not to be so but guys I notice they lie about their height um the kind of occupation they have uh their car And their um, relationship status, like half of them have girlfriends or they're married and you're on a dating platform. Like, why? No shame. No shame. I mean, I know some married, like girls who don't care. They go after married guys, but it's like, sis, don't do that to yourself. I, mm mm-mm. That's a no-go for me. Oof. But yes, the money part. I notice a lot of these guys, and maybe the ones I've encountered, but they lie about certain occupations they have in, or this kind of car, and it's mm, not really the case. I'm sorry. Yeah, what Sweetie said. My type. <laughs> so let me tell you what my type is. I essentially, like, for dates, I like um, dinner. I want to try um, maybe, or I I would like to go bowling 
on a first date, painting, like a paint and sip kind of thing. Wineries are cool. You know, I don't mind the bars, but again, my type, I want someone who really thinks the date through and actually makes the effort and takes the time to be like, okay, I would really like to take you to this place. This place offers this, that, and the third. Not no rinky-dink anything. I'm sorry. Again, you could call me high maintenance if you want, but I like nice shit and that's what I like. I know what I like and I'm going to get it. So, you know, someone had pointed it out one time and I felt like it was so accurate. And she said, you know, it was a girl who quoted it actually. And I remember her saying, the thing is there's girls who like cheap dates basically like a walk in the park or sitting in your room but the problem is those like guys don't want those kind of girls they want to humble the girls who like nice stuff and I feel like it is true to a certain extent because I I noticed some guys bash girls for wanting to go to five-star restaurants or do this kind of date or do something like go to the zoo or something like that and it's like are you mad because you can't afford to take the girl on that kind of date Or are you just mad because the girl has standards? Like, why are you so concerned? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I've noticed that too. And I agreed with sis when she said that. But to each his own, right? But that's just me. And I noticed with this generation of girls, I I can honestly say I'm not brave like sis is, but... Some girls really go on vacations as a first date, like legit, as some would say, getting quote unquote flued out. You're getting flued out on a first date like, sis, you're really brave. Like, God forbid. Suppose you pick up with a serial killer or something. I don't know. But I am. mm-mm. I mm-mm. <laughs> and I, I personally I knew two girls who did that and it was legit their first date. One girl went to, was it the Bahamas or Jamaica? One one island and someone went to LA. And I'm just like, girl, you are brave. So I could never, I'm mm-mm, not that brave. <laughs> no, I mean, of course I like to travel and stuff, but when it's with someone I don't know, I don't know. Mm-mm. Uh, I'm not that brave. That's all I could say with that. But, you know, to each his own. And, you know, I know you only live once. I guess, hey, do you. So I just wanted to point out some, give you some pointers on basically if a guy or a girl is interested in a potential second date, these are good signs, you know, if this person is interested in you or if they want to go on another second date. So here's a list I came up with. So here's number one. Number one, they ask you to go out again, plain and simple. You guys go out on a date, the vibe is good and, you know, the conversation is great. They straight up ask you close to when it's um, done, like, hey, can I take you out again? Or would you be interested in going out again? So once they initiate that, that's a very good sign, number one, right? 
Number two, you will have their undivided attention. You know, we're all so caught up with our phones and the digital world. So when you have a conversation with someone, especially when it's the first time meeting them, your first encounter, and you have each other's undivided attention, that's a very good sign. It means you're not bored or you're really engaging in the conversation and you're enjoying each other's company. So, of course, that person's going to want to see you again. Um, Eventually, they'll ask. So that's number two. You will have their undivided attention. Number three, um, this kind of goes back to the second point I made with the undivided attention. But number three, they haven't looked at their phone a lot because they're engaging in the conversation with you. Again, um, they're interested in what you have to say. The conversation is great. The vibe is good. So that's a good sign. Uh, Number four, you're actively involved in the conversation. Um, You're both having a chance to talk about what each other you're um, interested in each other's interests or your everyday life stuff what are your goals and aspirations and things of that matter so I feel like when you're both actively participating in the conversation and it's just not one person or you feel like you're pulling teeth trying to get them to converse with you or that person is just talking about themselves or not even trying to get a chance to know you only um just talk about themselves i feel like that's a very good sign so that's definitely a plus uh number five they will compliment you whether it's your outfit your perfume cologne or whatever your hair anything like let's be real we all like compliments as much as some of us don't like to admit it but we like compliments we like looking good especially when it's a first date again you're presenting yourself your first impressions are always good so you want to look your best right so when that person compliments you on your outfit or your smile your hair you know those are all good things to hear and last but not least They'll send you a post-date text saying that they had a good time. And nine out of ten times when they send that kind of text, they'll make sure, first of all, you got home safely. And they'll tell you they had a good time. And a lot of times they would follow up with, would you like to go out again? So that's definitely a good thing. So if the guy or girl does any of these six things they're definitely interested and if they don't do any of them or most then it's pretty much likely that they're not gonna go on a second date with you and that's okay you know there's other people that will want to go out with you so that's just food for thought but dating again like I said in the beginning it's so different from back then to now and it definitely has its pros and cons like everything else, but I I think the pandemic, I don't know if people, it, it was kind of hard going on dates. I don't know if people actually did during the whole shutdown. I don't know if people were going on first dates. Maybe they were doing Zoom calls. I don't know, but those who have been on dates in 2020, how was it like? Like, 
Was it challenging? Was it more exciting? I need to know. Because I saw some people giving ideas on what to, uh, what activities to do, but I feel like you couldn't because it, so many places were shut down. But, you know, I guess you could improvise, right? But all in all, it definitely has its pros and cons. Um, but again, me personally, I like the old-fashioned way of things, especially when it comes to dating. I like to be courted um, or even like just a one simple date. We just going out for dinner and stuff. And okay, if this is a person I don't see myself potentially being in a relationship with, and if the person's cool, I don't mind being friends, you know, but again, that's just me. Everyone's different. But I definitely, um, I tell people, you don't, you know, just keep your options out there. Oh, has anyone ever dated outside their race? I'm, I'm sure like a lot of people have, but me, I have been on a couple dates um, with people outside of my race. I've been out with a Filipino guy and an Indian. Yeah, those two. But I do, me personally, I do prefer black men, but I am... Listen, I'm open to dating different kinds of men, definitely. Definitely keeping my options open. And, you know, we live in a multicultural world. We should accept each other's differences and embrace each other's different backgrounds and cultures. That's what it's about. So I say do it, you know. And I had a good time with both of them. So I'm definitely... Um, the ones to keep options open. So I suggest that the same for everyone else. But yeah, um, that concludes it with my episode on dating. And I hope everyone has a good week. Again, I always make promises with trying to upload episodes, but I'm going to try. That's all I could say. And I hope everyone is enjoying their summer so far. And you know, just keep hanging in there. Thank you guys again for your support for Food for Thought. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.